0: Greetings and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you, baby. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm still just recovering a little bit i don't know what i was thinking about but i messed around and bought more toothbrushes because my daughter was like i don't think we should use the same toothbrush after you know we've been sick and stuff and i was like yeah i know i got a replacement head you know already for my little toothbrush or whatever and Know oh, what I was thinking, I was feeling better and everything, and y'all messed around and used the same toothbrush head. <laughs> and now I feel like I got a little tickle in my throat, so I'm trying to like be like, No, 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 don't go back that way. So, um, <clears throat> but it could just be that it's first thing in the morning, too. But yeah, I do feel like a little scratchiness in there, so. Yeah, hopefully this episode will go well, okay? No, we're going to confess, it will. So anyway, you guys, I'm on here to just talk about feelings. <laughs> feelings. um, And wisdom. And all of that jazz, you know, because it's like... There are certain people who have reached out to me, and I I speak, hey, how you doing? Like they reach out to me, people jump in my DMs and and stuff like that, and and I don't ever mind, you know, um, speaking to somebody or whatever, whatever, you know what I mean. But when the conversation, when you feel like you want the conversation to get deep, and then I start to see you know, different things that just (sighs) I try to tell you something and you feel offended by it or whatever, then I'm seeing, okay, this right here, this, this 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 going into a friendship with this person or anything or whatever is just not gonna be helpful. It's going to be stressful and I just rather not do it. Now in the past I would have just Continue to talk to somebody because that's what they wanted me to do. Those kinds of behaviors of throwing caution to the wind and putting my feelings behind for someone else's and putting their feelings before is the same way I ended up in a toxic marriage the same way, because I mean, if if anyone has listened to, um, my story, you know that, you know, I ignored, I ignored signs. I ignored things. Like if you go back and, and listen, or if you have listened, you'll see that there there were times I backed up because I was just like, I need to be home with my kids. You know, um, I don't need to be coming and spending the night over your house. Okay. I'm trying to get my life together. You know, I'm not trying to... Um, have sex with you. And he whined and complained. And I was like, okay, compromised, big time, okay? Came back to him again and was like, hey, I can't keep doing this. Then that's when the marriage proposal was just, and it wasn't even a a, 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 a beautiful proposal. It wasn't even... Thought put into it, it was just so random and sporadic, and and you know what I mean, and, and, and crazy, really, you know. Um, so you know, because it was just like, so you saying you want to get engaged, that's not what I was saying. But sure, okay, just you know, flattered. Let me put this on silent, y'all, because I'm not playing when I say people are in my DMs. Um, I tell people my story, nobody's blindsided when they come in, they know, you know, uh, especially guys, they know that I'm married, they know what the dealio is, but see, the thing is a guy will guys try to convince me that since my husband has left the home And he's refusing to communicate with me that that means that I'm open to do whatever I want to do. And then when I start telling them my beliefs, no, I don't believe in that. You know, I am married. You get what I'm saying? I'm married. I can't, you know, and this and that. And then when a person gets into trying to tell me about myself. I don't need you. This is what I mean. Like when they come in and they be like, well, you shouldn't have married him. Well, you well, you should have got to know him. Do you not think that after seven years, I don't know that myself? What are you talking? Don't come in here and tell me what I should have, could have, would have did. I know where I made the mistake. But that's behind me now. I can't go back and change that. And you coming in as though you have some divine revelation that I have not come across myself is offensive. Because especially when I tell them, well, yeah, I know. I've I've been self-reflecting and, and I know where my mistakes come in at. And they still want to continue to try and tell me. It's so offensive because it's like, how do you think I have not come to that conclusion after sitting here? by myself for two years anyway next month two years you know what I mean like the fact that you want to continue to tell me about something that I should have could have would have did in the past to me is like toxic when I'm telling you hey I, uh, I'm aware of my mistakes no I don't Put the entire blame on my husband and say this is him because ultimately I had I had to choose you guys I had to choose to say yes yes in the in the word it says that that a um, a man that finds a wife finds a good thing but guess what yeah it's the man's job to find me but it's my responsibility it's on me if I accept that or not do you get what I'm saying like. I have a say in, 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 if I marry a person or not, do you get what I'm saying? And I put my feelings and what I thought on the back burner to not miss the train. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Oh, he, he's in a hurry. He's this and that, you know, not wanting to like push somebody away, trying to just compromise, do whatever it is that they want me to do. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm afraid of getting left behind. Well, he might take the proposal back. But he might, you know, me acting out of desperation got me in a toxic marriage. Me not listening to all, oh, Naila, this is not okay. You know, um... You don't need to be having sex with this man, regardless of of how much he's gonna whine and complain. You know what I mean. Um, you you don't need to 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 be leaving your kids to go be with no man. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things I ignored, and my feelings was was one of those things. I ignored myself to completely be open and listen to a man that I wasn't even obligated to listen to at that time because he was not my husband he was just somebody who who came with all gas no brakes and I felt my throat I felt like this pressure to do it like and I'm not kidding you guys like The very first time that my husband and I met, that was because he was adamant about it. It's not because I wanted to do it because I didn't. I had just taken myself on my first date, like, you know, a week or so before. I can't remember how long. I just know it was a short period of time. I had just taken myself on my first date and I was enjoying me. You feel me? And... Here he comes along rushing just I want to see you you know what I'm saying just how fast everything went can I call you can I can I text you can I can I can you come over can we meet where are we going to meet you know what I'm saying and I was not for going that fast but there was a pressure I felt behind him and there was an urgency that I felt I felt like, I never forget, y'all, when I, um, the night before, when he was like, so were we meeting tomorrow? And I was like, that's not what I'm wanting to do. And I told him I, I didn't want to do that. And he was just like, no, we're meeting tomorrow. We're not getting off this phone until you agree to meet. You know what I mean? To me, that's toxic. Toxic, because if I'm sitting here telling you that's not what I want to do and you're completely ignoring what I'm saying for your for your request, that's selfishness. That is pure selfishness, you know, and that's me coming in and being being your. um You're feeling, trying to fill your void of loneliness because I wasn't feeling that way at that time. I wasn't feeling lonely and, 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 and all this different stuff. I wasn't feeling that I was feeling getting to know Naila and who Naila was, but You know, I'm the type of person where my heart is compassionate and, oh, well, they want to do this, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to ignore what I want to do. Met up with them, and it just went really fast, really quickly. And because I had wanted to be married for so long, then, of course, the desperation that that I was just barely trying to put behind me it wasn't gone it wasn't crucified in my life it was just something I was wanting to to do was pursue me but but it was easy to fall back into that okay well you know especially when you feel like someone's you know what I mean going to withdraw um because you're not doing things their way and you you feel that desperation in you to trauma bond with them, you go to see. It's just. I hope I'm making sense, y'all. I, I I really do, cause I know I just got on here and I just started talking, no, all gas, no breaks, whatever. I'm feeling some type of way this morning, as you can see, but um, and 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 it's just a trigger. It's just a trigger. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all how how I even am on the kick that I'm on right now. Okay. So this guy messaged me and, you know, well, actually, no, no, no. He requested, he requested to be my friend on Facebook. I accepted his request. Didn't, didn't know him, but just accepted and went on about my business and He sent, you know, on Facebook Messenger, you know, you can send like a waving hand or whatever. So he sent a hand waving. I looked at it. I went on about my business. I didn't say anything, you know, um, because I'm busy. I have things that I'm doing and stuff, you know, whatever, especially if I feel like I don't have time to be talking and doing all this different stuff. I went on about my business. Okay, he's waving at me. Okay, I go on. And some time goes by again, and he's like, oh, so you too good to speak? First of all, that right there to me is a toxic statement. I don't know about the rest of you women out there and how you feel, but to me, that's a toxic, you know, statement right there for you to come out and be like, oh, you too good to speak. Like, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. What, what are you, what, what? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what, how did you get that out of me not saying anything? It's not that I think I'm too good. Why can't it be, oh, she might be busy or, okay, she didn't speak back. Okay, let me go on about my business. No, instead, he comes out with the toxic thing that toxic men say. Oh, you too good to speak? First of all, all I heard was uh, in my head, like, "what?" excuse me, sir. No, I'm not too good to speak. What? Like, what are you talking? You know what I mean? So I I go on and, and tell him he's out of line. Don't come at me like that. You don't know me like that. So then he comes back with a statement like, why is it that girls? First of all, I'm a 41 year old woman. He's gonna say why, and he's come to find out. I didn't know he's about 60 something. Um, but you know how people take pictures and they take the best pictures of themselves, so you don't really know what a person is really looking like, you know. Um, so you know, I was just like, um, <clears throat> didn't know he was that old. So, anyway, I'm 41 and this man on top of saying you too good to speak goes further and calls me a girl. I didn't even say, I ignored that. That irked me to high heaven. It did. But, um, he was like, Oh, why girls do that? If, if girls ain't interested, why they just can't say that? Why everybody, why everybody gotta have an attitude? And so, I'm I'm listening to his his communication as far as him saying everybody, every oh so this is just something you do oh this this you're the common denominator here. If everybody you talk to has an attitude, so called, when you come at them, then maybe your approach is wrong, sir. So I told him, I said, look, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but you never come at a woman like that. Never, and you just said everybody, so the impression that I am getting is that you get this reaction off of women often, maybe it's your approach, sir, and I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes down to women, you don't say something like, oh, you too good, Don't you don't just come up with no crazy, off-the-wall conclusion like that, don't do that, don't say stuff like that, that's, that's, because, because us us as women, we've had to deal with the men. If we are walking and we're not paying attention to what our face is looking like, and a guy comes up, dang, why you looking so mean? Smile, baby girl. Let me tell you, <laughs> that right there is obnoxious. Don't ever... <laughs> Men if y'all are single out here, if you are divorced, whatever your case is, and you out here trying to talk to somebody, don't come at don't come at a woman like that. Maybe at a at a at a young little ch- no, cause even when I was young, I couldn't stand that mess. Oh, you just up at oh you just stuck up. You just think you too good to speak. I cannot. That was a trigger for me. Mm-mm. Don't ever don't ever come up to me and say no mess like that. So yeah, so that's how the conversation was going with him. And I just told him, look here, don't come at women like that. First of all, you don't know me to even come at me like that. I have other things to do. And just because you didn't get the response that you wanted, now you're going into your toxicity. Said a word? Toxicity. You're going into your toxic bag of, of words to say to me. Which is further along, making me even more so look at you like maybe I am too good to speak to you, maybe because of of, of the, the, the the words that you're using, maybe I am too good, and I told him I said maybe I did need to go about it that way then, maybe I did need to need to need to just look at it like oh man, you. you need to ask yourself. Because it sounds like you think that you're not good enough for me to speak to that's what it is is that you think that about yourself I never said anything for you to even come up with such a bold conclusion that i'm that I'm too good or that I think that I'm too good maybe it's that you think that I'm too good to speak to you hmm we going to stop doing that, men. Oh, you hear me? Y'all need to stop it. Okay? If a woman chooses not to speak to you, go on. You don't know what she's dealing with. You don't know what she's got on her mind or on her plate of things that she needs to do. And talking to you and jumping back in the DMs is probably just not her thing. Why you got to pressure her to speak to you? Why do you have to evoke like... A, a a a negative response from her that, that lets me know that hey you like attention you don't care if it's if it's um bad attention or or, or good attention in attention you just want attention it don't matter if it's good or bad it don't ne- matter if it's if it's coming from a negative place or what as long as you getting her attention and to me that is ridiculous okay <clears throat> so anyway so he keeps getting in my DMs every morning. Well, good morning. You know, well he I think he apologized. Well, my bad. I didn't, you know, I ain't mean to to offend you. I'm thinking the conversation is over, that's it. But no, of course he got to come with the good morning text, you know, all of that good different stuff. Not good stuff. I don't know why I was gonna say all that good stuff, because it's not good, it's it's obnoxious. Um so I speak here and there, and then finally he just like, um, I was having a bad day uh, one day. I was sitting in front of Walmart in tears, you guys, and um, I was sitting there, and I was like, um, he messaged me right at that moment, and it was like, hey, you know, and I was just like, hey. You know, went on about my business, just sitting there in my vehicle in Walmart parking lot, just sitting there watching several wrecks occur, you guys. I watched a few people have wrecks with parked cars, (laughs) parked cars. Anyway, (laughs) you sit in Walmart parking lot, you're going to see some stuff. Anyway, so he asked if we could chat or something like that, if we could talk or. Whatnot, and I was just at first I was like, nah, uh, you know I'm not I'm not in a good mood right now. And then he said something, and I was like, well, sure, sure, why not? You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking maybe maybe you know someone can maybe he can kind of just maybe having a conversation with somebody can kind of get me to not be in the mood that I am. Like, well, let me see, you keep hitting me with good morning, hi. And stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just a conversation. It ain't nothing, you know, wrong with that. And get on the phone with him. And, you know, I'm trying to tell him what's going on with me. But, you know, because he asked. And then it's just like, as I'm talking, then he interrupts with, yeah, I know my family. And tells me his whole daddy issues and all this different stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, you know, still didn't know this man was old. Didn't know. Um, Then he gets into all of this. Well, I don't understand why. You know, I'm just looking for a woman. I got a nice house. I got, you know, this, I got that, and da, da 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 da. And I just want a woman that can that that can come and just be with me and this and that. So we start talking about marriage and stuff like that. And he gets on the whole marriage ain't nothing but a piece of paper. Excuse me, sir. First of all, them them right there is fighting words. <laughs> Tell me, you know, someone who believes believes in marriage, even though mine is deteriorating. I still have such a strong belief in marriage, right? Um, them ain't the words you say to me. We yeah, ain't nothing but a piece of paper. First of all, you know, as long as we can be together and this and that, I just want to find a woman I can, I can be with, and she can come live with me. What? First of all, home slice, that's jacked up to even say. And so I asked him. I said, "Do you even believe? Do you believe in the word of God?" Do you believe the word of God? He's like, yes. So I'm like, okay, well, if you believe what the word of God says, then you'll understand that marriage is not just a piece of paper. You guys, what I'm starting to learn is the the people who have the most negative things to say about the word of God, who contradict it, go against it real hard, are people who don't read it. Have y'all ever noticed that people who don't read it have more to say than the people who do? They have more objections to it, but that's because they don't read it. If anything, they listen to what other people say, and they go based off of that. They don't study for themselves, nothing. How can you even, just like me, I can't, I can't say certain things about, you know, uh, I, I can't say anything about I mean I, I've heard different things about you know other cultures and 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 um and religions and things like that, but I haven't read their material to debate on it and to go hard on something that someone is saying is in there. I can't go hard on like as far as debating it. Now, I can feel as though their religion is wrong. You get what I'm saying? Based off of what I know. But what I cannot do is debate about something that's in it. in in that in, Because I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't know. And so, <clears throat> but that's what he was doing. He was like, yeah, I believe in God. I'm like, okay, so if you believe in God, that means you believe in his word and his word says that a man should not touch a woman you get what I'm saying he should not touch a woman you know as far as when he's single you get what I'm saying but 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 to avoid to avoid if I get my words out to avoid fornication and I'm thinking that this is let me go back and make sure you guys okay y'all know how I am I don't like taking things out of context So I got to make sure of what it is. So, uh, first Corinthians, uh, seven, one, um, this is, this is basically a response to the letter, but anyway, it says now concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man, have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Okay? Okay? That's what the word of God says. So, if you believe in the word, then you believe that 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 marriage is a God created thing. It started in the beginning. Because you guys, let's be honest, all it took in the beginning was a a a a a couple having sex for them to know each other to, to be married. Do you get what I'm saying? But anyway, not getting into all of that. Still, it's like you're not supposed to. Why, if you believe in, if you believe in what the word is saying, why are you going against it? He said, "I believe in." Because I said, do you believe in in the word of God? Yes. Yes, I believe. Okay? Now, he says he believes in God. But he does not believe the things that God says. Because there were other things... That, that, I, that I questioned him about too as far as God is concerned. And each time he said, I believe in God. But yet any scripture I brought to him. He made it out as if those are just words. That's just a piece of paper. Y'all. And then when I said, no, you don't. You don't believe in God. He got offended. And I said, well, he said, you can't tell me. I don't believe in God. How you going to tell me? Because I'm looking at what you're saying. I could see if you didn't say anything and I just came up to you and was like, bruh, you don't believe in God. Then I'd be wrong. But no, you just, what you the combination of, of, of what you've said, what you believe, match with how. Offended? You're you. Get, it, it makes no sense. No, you don't believe in it. So to believe in something is to have faith in the truth or existence of something. Hmm. Right. To be of the opinion that something is right or acceptable. Right. So if you believe. <laughs> If you believe in God, wouldn't you believe the words that he's saying? Wouldn't you have belief in the things that he's saying if you believe in him? I said, I don't believe you believe in him. I believe you believe he exists. There's a difference. You believe that he exists. But you do not believe in what he is saying to be the truth. Therefore, you don't believe in him. You just believe that he exists. That's what... At least that's where my understanding went. Somebody else can debate differently and feel differently. And that's fine. That's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions. But that's what I gathered out of it. He was getting offended. Oh, you think you're perfect. So what, what do you do wrong? And I told him, I'm not perfect. I never said I was. Okay. I don't always do what God tells me to do right away. I delay my obedience sometimes, which is is complete disobedience. You know what I mean. There are times when God will say something to me, and I go against it, and I have to turn around and repent. You know, regardless of how big or small it is. I know he's talking about. Oh, okay. i just making sure that you knew you wasn't perfect. I know I'm not perfect, but what we're doing right now is challenging what you're saying. That's all. I'm just challenging what you're saying. You're saying you believe in God, but yet the thing that one great and wonderful thing that he created, you don't believe in. Then he goes on to say, well, a man, um, once he been hurt, he can't um, he can't recover from that. Um, And he he just once he's hurt, he's always going to be hurt. And you'll never get, um, <clears throat> he'll never recover. And you, you basically ain't never going to get what you need out of a man who has been hurt before. I said, that's incorrect. If a man is, is stuck in it, then no, you're not going to get it out of him. But if he's like, I, I know some, a man that's 50, 60 years old now and And he got cheated on when he was in high school. And that man is still hurt over there and still holding on to it. Okay. He's still holding on to it. That's toxic. He's choosing to stay in that hurt. And that's ridiculous. So he's stuck. You know what I mean? But he's saying that every man is like that. Once he's hurt, you'll never get a good man and what you need out of someone, out of a man who's been hurt before was his statement. And I'm just sitting here like, what in the world? He like, yeah, that man still bring up. I'm just going to throw out a name. Tasha to this day. Oh, Tasha hurt me. That man has not chosen to heal from that. And that's not, no, you're not going to get anything out of that type of man. But every man is not like that. There's men who have been hurt tremendously, and they still go on to be good men. And I don't believe that for myself because I was saying that, um, um, my marriage and everything. If my marriage completely dissolves and goes on, you know, out the door, and you know, and I and I end up in divorce and everything else, then the next person I get, I'm going to be cautious. And I need to see certain things before I even go any type of, you know, distance with him. And he was saying, oh, that's not possible. If a man has been hurt, you're not going to get a good man. No way. It's, it's, it's rare that you find a man who hasn't been hurt. And since that's rare, then it's rare that you're going to find somebody. What? I don't receive that for my life. What kind of mess? What kind of mess? Y'all had that conversation with him, I was I was out of breath and irritated, okay? Irritated, okay. Didn't necessarily just show my complete irritation, but the fact that, you know, you're upset because I'm because I'm telling you that you not believing in God's word is the same as you not believing in him because he is the word. So if he is the word and you're saying you believe in him, but yet you're going against the very things that he's saying, you don't believe in them. So him getting offended over that and thinking that I'm I'm being holier than thou was irritating to me because it's like no, all I'm trying to do is show you how ridiculous that statement is. That it's delirium. It's 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 a state of delirium. What you're saying it makes no sense. What you're saying people don't. I, I don't think. People listen to the words that come out of their mouths. I don't think they think about it before they say it. And since most people don't challenge it, then they feel it's okay. And so they go on with that thing. And then when someone comes along to challenge it, oh, you think you this, you think you that. No, I'm just simply having a conversation with you, trying to get you to see the light. That's all and i i just y'all it's just frustrating so anyway so i haven't talked to him anymore and but he's still faithfully says good morning 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 good morning, good morning. i don't say anything back so then Last night, he messages me and says, let me look at it. Um, <clears throat> he looks at it and says, uh, where is it? Uh, ooh, let me find it, y'all. He said good evening and I didn't see it because I don't get on messenger that much and I set it up to where I don't get those annoying, obnoxious, you know, notifications constantly because I don't like that popping up on my phone. I just feel like if I can control it, then I don't want you just being able to hit me up whenever, especially if you don't have my phone number. And so I didn't see it until I actually accident- I accidentally hit Messenger on my phone. Then I hurried up and exited out of it. And when I did, then think now the notification comes up. And I guess he said, "Good evening." And that was at like six, and I was about to go to bed. That was like at almost 11. And I said, I don't use Messenger often, so the notifications don't come through until I open the app. Anyway, I'm headed off to sleep. Have a good night. I was me trying to be nice. He said, may we exchange numbers? Good night. Okay, first of all, we already exchanged numbers before. Because he called me. You remember when I told y'all that we talked on the phone? So now I'm looking at you like... You must talk to so many different females that you don't realize that we actually talked on the phone. First of all, I'm looking at you like, what's wrong with you? What Or you just thirsty? you just in everybody's stuff, in everybody's inbox. So the fact that he said, may we exchange numbers, made me irritated. Because I'm like, mm-mm, we already. So I said, we already did that a while back. But to be honest, I don't think we should again. We have nothing in common. So then he said, that's what's up. I loved his response. So I put a thumbs up thinking that's going to be the end of it. He gets it now. He gets it. No, no, he don't get it. Because at 735 this morning, he says, good morning, Naila. How are you doing this morning? I don't think we really have, have it, have it, what? Oh, I I, I just got to make sense out of this, y'all. I don't think we really gave it a real challenge. I think he meant chance. Maybe I dropped the ball, and it really say maybe I dropped the ball, not dropped the ball, the ball. I'm sure, I, and y'all, anybody knows me. I'm a writer. It's irritating when when a man can't spell or when he can't. You get what I'm saying? When 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 he can't really. Do complete sentences and stuff. It, it irritates me. Um, maybe I dropped the ball. I'm sure I can bring some excitement in. i really asking for another chance. Have a great day. So I said, good morning. Another chance at what? I'm not mad or rejecting you. I just know we're not on the same page. Doesn't mean we can't speak here and there. But full on conversations and pursuing anything Wouldn't be wise. We don't believe the same things and that's huge. I'm just being honest. There have been so many times I ignored my own feelings for what others felt. And that's the same type of behavior that landed me in a toxic marriage. I'm cautious with every type of relationship, even ones with family and church members. It's just where I'm at. I'm not mean and don't set out to hurt anyone, but I've also got to be that same way for myself. I can't keep hurting myself with whomever comes along. So then he texts and says, hold on. Can you talk right quick? Y'all, I ignored it. Went on about my business because I was just like that right there is a sign when when you're telling somebody, no, I'm good. No. mm mm," And they just keep coming back. That's what my husband did in the beginning. I'm not going for that. No more. So then I didn't say nothing. So then he says, I don't want to hurt you. It's always good to be a good, to get a good understanding. What beliefs do I not believe in? First of all, you guys, there's that, there's that thing again, him wanting attention at whatever cost, as long as I'm talking, then he's content and happy with that. He wants me to get on here and go back and forth and debate with him. On beliefs, And I'm not about to do it. That's trying to draw me in in a negative way again. So I said, I'm not getting into all of that. I heard what I needed to hear. I'm not about to go down that rabbit hole about beliefs because you don't believe what I'm saying and you get offended. I don't have the energy. So he finally just said, OK. But. I have a feeling that is it, that's. That's not going to be the end of it. And he's going to get blocked next. Because um, what you're not about to do is is keep pressuring me and keep coming and saying stuff to me. When I, I mean, because if you want to stop by and say, hey, you know. But then it was another time where he um, started calling me on Messenger all the time. Like video requesting me. And to me, that's rude. That To me, <laughs> it's like coming and knocking on my door un- unannounced. That's what messenger and video and stuff like that feels like to me. If we didn't agree that we're about to get on this video thing and you think I'm just about to sit over here and answer and you come and violate my space and see what I'm looking like right now and see all up in my house and stuff. To me, that's that's huge to video chat with someone. And you see my surroundings and see me relaxed and chill in my space. This is my space. It's not my space. I know y'all remember my space, but it's my space. <laughs> and what you're not about to do is just be popping up on my doorstep like that. Because that's what it feels like to me. It's too personal. No, you're not doing that. I I, I don't even like answering the phone for certain people. Why well, I'm I a video? It makes no sense. So, yeah, y'all, I'm just at a point now, you know, because I've had to cut off certain friends and things like that, too. What I've come to realize is trying to keep to hold on to toxic friendships or, you know, because it used to be anybody who wanted to be my friend, I would just be their friend. okay. but I've gotten hurt a lot from that because I'm a loyal person you get what I'm saying and so if we get as far as we call each other friends you know like these I've, I've had people I've, I was friends with for years just up and block me one day don't give me no explanation we've been friends since I can't remember a time where we wasn't friends and then you just block me and then I I go and I you know or you just stopped speaking to me and stuff and I'm I'm like like, can you tell me what I did? You know? Because it'll just be out of nowhere. And then they just acting all like I did something wrong to them, but yet they can't tell me what it is or something like that. Like, you know, there were times where I felt like I should have blocked you but didn't because or stopped talking to you and you actually really did something toxic to me. Over and over and over again. And I let you sit here. And do these things to me. Over and over again. And then when you feel offended. I didn't do anything to you. But you feel offended by something I said. Or my status or something like that. And then you just block me. Like oh no. That's hurtful. You know. Toxic people will do toxic things. You get what I'm saying. They don't communicate. I had a friend who. You know, she did something that was really offensive and it was towards my marriage and it was when my husband, and I was trying to give him another chance and she was completely against it and angry and mad. How you going to give him another chance? I'm like, that's my husband and we're deciding to do this again. So the fact that you're so mad about it, you, you know what I'm saying? Or just the, you know, she was the one that, 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 that was talking me into cheating, wanting me to cheat because she was doing it and she was still married and they hadn't gotten divorced yet. And so she thought I was going to be her little buddy, her little, you know, buddy in crime or whatever. And I'm like, no man, I'm not, I can't. Sorry. Came real close y'all. It was just like, I, I can't, you know, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Cause y'all I'm not perfect. And I really did did like was just like how we gonna make this happen how we gonna make this happen captain um and decided like no this was when we were separated. And I was living in my apartment and he was living uh back with his mom again and he wasn't talking to me or anything but I said no I can't do this because it's not right and thank god the person that that I was talking to was on the same thing and sometimes had more more um <clears throat> more self discipline than I did to be like no we're not going to do this you know what I'm saying but um I'm not perfect y'all um so so I've I've messed up you know what I mean in certain ways too I'm in no way shape or form perfect you know um so i've messed up as far as like communicating with people and stuff like that um but when it came down to really having an affair and stuff like that man it was just too hard <laughs> just like ah! you know having having <clears throat> beliefs and and a conscience, <laughs> conscious conscious you know, conscience, y'all. Yeah, I can't get my words out. It's frustrating sometimes because if if I could just put behind me those things and not think about it, if I could just do that, then I could throw caution to the wind and do whatever. But no, I'm always thinking about. Um, I'm always thinking about the consequences, and I'm always thinking about this and and about that. And, and I know what I said at the altar and different stuff like that. And it's hard to put that behind me. Have I tried? Yes. Yes. Y'all. I have tried. I have tried. But it, that thing is implanted in me. Okay. It's implanted in me. So yeah, (sighs) I don't even know where I'm going with this conversation anymore, (laughs) but yeah. My thing is, I can no longer ignore how I'm feeling anymore for other people. That's where I'm at. That's where this conversation is going. I'm done doing that. I, I got into a toxic marriage off of somebody being in their feelings and rushing. That was my fault. Y'all, that was my fault. I have to guard my own heart. And I didn't in that moment. In that instance. So I've had to reject some people. Who just want to be my friend. I ain't talking about just dudes. I've had to reject some people. And I'm not talking about. Like. Just being mean. And not speaking to that person. No I mean like. Having them close in my circle. Like real tight. Like they want to be tight. Like we best friends, stuff like that. I've had to back up from that because I would just let anybody come along and say we best friends and we this and we that and, uh-huh, and want me to answer the phone every time that they call and want some nonsense and whatever, whatever. And what I had to realize is, okay, Nayla, you love really, really hard and you're very loyal and what you're going to have to do, baby girl, is guard your heart. The word of God tells you to guard your heart. It it, it is uh King Solomon. Um let's see, what, what 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 does it say? Proverbs 423. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. The word of God tells us to guard our hearts. So if you believe in the word of God and you believe it's true and you believe what it's telling you to do and you know that it has instructions, that he has instructions because God is the word. That he has instructions for your life and you don't follow those. Then when you get when you fall into these toxic situations, it was your own fault. You're at fault, too. That person's at fault for doing it. But you're at fault too for not guarding your heart. For not being prayerful in all things. Because I didn't pray about it. I didn't pray about marrying my husband. I didn't. I didn't use wisdom. Wisdom would have told me, okay, this man don't care about, about being abstinent before marriage. This man doesn't believe how you, you're saying you're trying to get your life together. And he's just like, wah, 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 wah. That's not a good sign. That's saying that he cares about his feelings above what he should be doing. You know, that's right. He doesn't have any self-discipline. And self-discipline, ladies, is something that you need to make sure that a man has before you get involved with them. If you don't have any self-discipline and that's who you're supposed to follow, how does that work? I've learned a lot because of my experience. And because of that, I will try to put women on to certain things and let them know because I don't want anybody to have to go through what I've gone through. You hear me? If I can prevent someone else from going through a toxic marriage, I will while all the while encouraging them to still be married at some point. But to the right one you got the right one baby uh-huh i don't know if y'all remember the commercial okay i might just y'all don't mind telling my age but yeah that age me for real it is what it is anyway <laughs> y'all know i'm not a bit ashamed about my age I, I am blessed and highly favored to have made it to 41 so anyway y'all i have talked y'all's ear off um I am still... What is going on? Y'all, yeah, there's a lot going on outside of my window. But I am still taking this thing one day at a time as far as my marriage is concerned. I still love my husband. Um, do I want to be with him? Mm. Not the him that he is now. No, I don't. I don't want anything to do with him. Um, but if if, if if God wants to come and, and reconstruct and change him and, and speak to him in this time of isolation that he's in, do I want him then? Of course. Because I never wanted a divorce to begin with. Y'all being nosy. I don't know if y'all can tell. Y'all can hear my chair squeaking and I'm leaning forward, leaning back, looking all out the window. Out the window. So yeah, I'm going to go now, you guys. But thank y'all so much for coming and listening. Y'all guard your hearts. Do you hear me? And I mean everybody. You know, you got to be careful in the church too. Because anybody will want to come lay their hands on you. Will will want to prophesy, or prophesy over you. You got to be careful everywhere. Always guard your heart. Men and women, please. Everybody. Guard your heart. That's what the word of God says. That's what the word of God says. Do you hear what that verse says? It says, for it is the wellspring of life. Go look at that. Study that, y'all. It's the truth. But anyway, thank y'all so much for coming and listening. I appreciate every single last one of y'all. Uh, remember to love yourself as well, okay? Okay. Do right by yourself, and that's something else, you guys. I've been keeping my word to myself lately. If I say I'm gonna do something, then I make myself come through with it, because I feel like if I can't keep my word to myself, then how do I expect anybody else to do it? I've got to do exactly what I am am um expecting others to do for me. For me. If I want somebody to keep their word when they say something to me, I need to practice doing that with myself. So I can see how good that feels. So I can require it of others. Okay? Keep your word. And If you ain't going to do it, don't come through with it. God feels the same way, you guys. And what I mean by that is, is the scripture that says it is better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Hmm? The word of God says, do not let your mouth lead you into sin. Okay. Never go. And it says, never go and say my vow was a mistake. <laughs> Why should God be angry at what you say and destroy the work of your hands? That's what the word of God says in Ecclesiastic Ecclesiastes five. Y'all study. The word tells us everything we need to know. So that's the reason why when people say, oh, it was a mistake, it was a mistake, it was a mistake. Yes, there were some things in the beginning of this marriage that said, do not enter. Don't go this way. But I still vowed to him. And I don't look at my vows as though they were a mistake. Because I said it. I said it. Words are powerful. People need to understand that. Stop putting stuff out there. Stop saying stuff if it's not what you're going to do. Don't say till death do we part if that's not what you own. Okay? Stay single and keep your hands to yourself. Because sex is just a benefit of marriage. Anyway, well, I'm going to go now. Thank y'all so much for coming and listening. I appreciate every single last one of you. Know that God loves you. I love you too. Remember to keep your attitudes in what in check. And until next time, peace. have Instagram. Follow me at the marriage chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.